Hello and welcome to On the Horizon podcast coming at you from Dean Studios. We're an extension of Horizon Church, a relationally driven, socially conscious, Jesus-centered church located in the heart of Towson, Maryland. I'm your host, Ryan Casey, and today we're going to be doing a fireside chat about the art of encouragement with our guests Pat Goodman and Tom Sanko, two of the most encouraging men I know. Thank you for joining me, guys. Yeah, good to be here. Grateful to be yeah. here, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> well, before we get started, let's hear a little bit about each of you. You know, both of you have had a wide variety of roles over the years, but what do you find yourself doing most these days? Tom, you go first. <laughs> uh, so I was a minister, full-time minister for many years in uh, Southern Baptist churches. I don't think and, most people uh, know that about you. So I, I love really? that that's part of your story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then a psychotherapist for a number of years and uh, then got into corporate business. And today, uh, business-wise, I'm spending most of my time uh, with a, a small startup uh, company that um, actually, I didn't think about it until this morning on the way over here. It's actually the product is an encouragement product for people with diabetes. Wow. And so I wow. didn't even think of it until this this morning coming over You've here. you monetized so. encouragement. That's great. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> I packaged that. So uh, anyway, uh, business-wise, awesome. that's where I spend most of the time. And then I'm married, got four girls. That's and awesome. uh, so That's awesome. So how about you, Pat? Yeah, well, you know, I started out uh, married 41 years plus. Can't wow. believe it. It's hard to believe. <laughs> Three grown married kids, eight grandkids. So oh, wow. that's overly <laughs> encouraging to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> but... We uh, came to Baltimore. We've been on Young Life Staff now, going on starting our 43rd year in some wow. capacity, full wow. or part-time. So great. we're 25 full-time, and then the last 17 have been in a training role with Young Life, which mm -hmm. has also allowed me to do a lot of other things. So yeah. right now I'm half-time focusing on uh, all that goes on with men at Grace Fellowship Church. And then that's allowed me to do a lot in the city, uh, down helping hmm. up mission, hmm. do a lot of some projects in the city, and I just meet with a ton of men. That's awesome. So, uh, That's so just awesome. walking through their life and trying to be an ambassador of challenge, encouragement, <laughs> and um, just a little bit of vision casting. So it's been really a gift, really joy. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. It's so cool to have you on this. And I think it might seem odd that we're diving into the topic of encouragement because I imagine most people would think that encouragement is a pretty basic thing that anyone can do. But I would say the great thing about it is that anyone can do it. But encouragement is also deeply profound in that it can deeply transform someone's life. So we're gonna. That's why we're kind of kind of at the art because I think it's such a gift when it's really done intentionally and well. And mm. you guys really demonstrate this well. Um, how would you define encouragement and what's important? What, what what is the importance of encouragement in someone's life? Well, I would. Uh... Tom, I'll, you want me to take a stab at yeah, this? Yeah, you know, it's it. interesting. I, I even looked up the word. <laughs> it's a uh, origin, kind of an old French word, which talks about to make strong or to hearten. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, or you can think about it, but really to bring strength, I think, at the deepest level of a person. Mm. And this is something that to inspire hope, I kind of was thinking uh, kind of in the guts yeah. of an individual. That's awesome. That allows them to actually begin to flourish, I think, as a human being, mm -hmm. the way that they've actually been created to flourish, mm -hmm. but maybe have never imagined they could. That's cool. And maybe we'll talk more about yeah, that as we go that. down the road. But I think it just helps bring a don't quit perspective yeah. to a person's journey mm -hmm. yeah. when many things around us would say, stop, you mm. can't, you're not right. able, or don't even imagine doing that because you just couldn't do it. Right, right. So, you know, why would I hang in there five minutes longer? Why would I work a little harder on a marriage? Why right. would I lean into a relationship mm. that maybe makes me feel insecure, threatening? Yeah. Where does the heart, courage is a Latin word, I think, which means mm. heart, you know, in the heart, we're going to go down into that part of a person and try to draw something out. Mm. That's so well said. That's great. Yeah, I, I really like that, Pat. And I think that there's, to kind of build on that, I think that there's a difference between praising and actually encouraging. Correct. You know, praising is kind of like that yes. thing where, wow, you're really, you know, you're really cool. You know, <laughs> Ryan is really cool, man. Right. And, uh, or you did, you're so talented. You know, mm. praise is one thing, but I think encouragement, and I think what you're saying really gets into that. It's much more of a deep resonance with the individual Correct. that that helps them to perhaps begin or continue that journey of seeing themselves in the way that they were created. Yes, yes. And uh, therefore, I think encouragement has to be more specific than just a general, you know, pat on the back, hey, good job, right. you know? Yeah. So I've, I've had a lot of those people, 
uh, you know, managers in the past, you know, that were always good about slapping me on the back and saying, Tom, doing such a great job, but I never knew what I had done, mm -hmm. you know? And right. so yeah. I think encouragement's different than that, yeah. That's so great. And I think when I see it lived out in your, your lives, it's like an art of noticing, like noticing what other people sometimes miss or noticing depth that some people don't kind of appreciate. And, and calling something from good to great. I think you both do that so well. You notice when something is good and the very act of the encouragement itself moves it from good, like moves the needle like yeah. from good to great, which I just really appreciate that about both of you. Um, most people would say that, you know, might say that encouragement is an easy thing to do, but, but I believe that most people are also starving for encouraging words. Yeah. Why do you think encouragement is so hard to come by? Hmm. I think there's probably a lot of reasons. Uh, a couple of the ones I'm thinking of off the top of my head. One is is that sometimes to encourage another person, um, I find myself feeling a sense of competition around that. Mm. To encourage somebody else may mean that I'm not doing as well right. as I think that I'm doing. You know, yeah. sometimes that occurs to me. Sometimes it's just that. I don't really understand. I'm awed by something somebody has done, but what do I really say about that other than, wow, great, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes it feels awkward for people to do yeah. that. Yeah, that's great. I, I was thinking about this too when you just said, Ryan, that most people would say that encouragement's an easy thing to do. And the first thing that came to my mind was to what level? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to what level? You'd say, hey, right. great job is one thing. But I, I was really <laughs> struck. I think we are starving for it and i mean i've rarely when i've felt encouraged by somebody i've rarely said hey that's enough got my tank filled today <laughs> don't need any more of that right right but i think it's hard to come by because i think many of us haven't really experienced mm. true encouragement mm. i mean we've maybe gotten bits of it yeah. we've gotten the attaboy Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody that's really walked alongside and saw something mm -hmm. in us, and I'll give an example of this in a little bit, but yeah. that's huge. And I do believe when we don't, I think, unfortunately, it causes us to be a little myopic. Yeah, I know that's been something in my own life. You know, our world can get a little small mm -hmm. when somebody doesn't call me to something bigger. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I think we all live with certain deficits, certain holes, certain mm -hmm. wounds yeah. to the degree that we deal with those things, put out those fires, face them. Mm -hmm. I think it allows us to then, as Tom was saying, notice yeah. others mm -hmm. better. And we don't have to live with a deficit mentality as though there's not enough affirmation or encouragement mm -hmm. to go around. Yeah. That if I yeah. give a certain amount away, we're going to run out, mm. you know. Um, <laughs> so I do think, though, it's a learned, it is a learned habit yeah. that takes intentionality. Oh, absolutely. Hmm. That's such a good word. You know, I think some of it's just lack of intentionality, too. I can't tell you the amount of times I think of, oh, I should really tell that person how much that meant to me. And then time just goes by and you haven't, you know. And I remember actually being at, like, a men's conference where, like, one of the – that you were helping put on. And one of the final challenges was, like, call that person who told you, like, who, who showed something to you. It was, I think it was about vulnerability. Like, call the man who demonstrated to you, like, like that vulnerability was okay. And I, like, went home and I called him. And, like, you can tell it was, like, the most meaningful thing of his day that, like, I just, like, took the time to do this. Because people – we don't do that. Like, you know, without that challenge before us, we mm -hmm. rarely actually have the follow-through to say, hey, you did this in my life and it was meaningful and it's impacted me in this way. Like, that's a pretty profound thing to do Correct. when you actually think about it. That's, like, a really hard thing to do. I, I think just kind of building on that, Ryan, I think that um – to encourage somebody else requires us to some degree to uh, re reverse roles, to, to wear their shoes a little bit, to understand yeah. something about what is motivating or what are they struggling with or yeah, well, where are they in life. It requires us to do that, to really encourage. Now, I can slap them on the back and say, attaboy, right. without necessarily knowing anything about that person. Right. But to encourage means I have to kind of get in their shoes. And I think sometimes we struggle to do that. And Pat, kind of like what you were saying, I, I think yes. all of us are so overwhelmed with our own life right. that it takes time. And there's a sacrifice that's made, no matter how small it is, to really get into somebody else's yeah. space and see the world through their you eyes. That's great. Yeah. So it's interesting you were talking about this gentleman, his vulnerability. Mm. I think we, we often are trained to affirm behavior, right? Mm -hmm. but think about this. It's way more than just you, you called something out of him as though like you were vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. That's a character reality. Like right. what allowed this guy to be, uh -huh. to walk that kind of life, to live yeah. that kind of journey. Right.
So I was even thinking about with children, you know, you can affirm, way to get an A, way to get a B, yeah, instead right. of saying, man, do the effort that you put into that. And I think, yeah. one last thing for me, yeah. I think that this whole uh, concept is really challenged right now because in our political arena, mm -hmm. a new model of tear the person down, attack, right. you know, uh, and that's happening all across the political spectrum. Yeah. And that's why we're so polarized in so many areas. And the art of just encouraging people, mm -hmm. it becomes also more difficult because it feels like it's less powerful. Mm -hmm. it, it does, it, but actually I think encouragement is way more powerful yeah. than the negative reinforcement. Well, really, it, it, we're not going to go down that train too much, but because Tom said it, I think the political <laughs> arena for me is just a massive demonstration of immaturity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got grownups <laughs> yeah. truly <laughs> acting like children uh -huh. or high yeah. school kids. Uh -huh. And so I'm starting to think, well, what's that about? Right. Like, if you could really see how we act. I mean, I've even yeah. asked couples this. I said, you know, picture your last argument if it wasn't good. Like, if you could video it and then watch it, were we in middle school dealing with this? Were we in high school? Yeah, are we two civil adults trying to say, hey, look, we're messed up. We got some stuff we got to deal with, but we can actually figure this out. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So, yeah. That's really, that's really, really good. That's great. Um, so tell me about some of your own story with being encouraged. Are there any people that were encouraging to you in a critical season of your life, and what lasting impact has had has that had on you? Hmm. Well, I, I can jump in really quickly. You know, in Proverbs 18, I think verse 21, it talks about how life and death are in the power of the mm -hmm. tongue. Mm -hmm. And I'll give you three quick examples. One is my mom. Mm -hmm. I just recently did her funeral, 93. Wow. My parents got divorced when I was around seven. Mm -hmm. And I remember... A couple of things, but one of the things I remember her saying was when she looked me in the face and she encouraged me simply by saying, we're going to be okay. Mm. She called something deeper in me mm. that gave me a sense of peace. Now, this is crazy, but there's a couple guys that used to pick on me when I was really little. I was very, very small. She literally put on a pair of boxing gloves <laughs> and made me learn how to box <laughs> and encouraged me by sending me out and basically said, you have the capacity to right. stand up for yourself. Wow. It was a different level of encouragement, uh -huh. which I eventually had to do. It wasn't whether I won or lost, right. but it was a deep thing. And that gave me a little sense of confidence, calling the best out of me that I could do some things I didn't anticipate. Now, interestingly, every job I've had in my life, it was somebody else's idea before it was mine. <laughs> that's, that's they awful. saw something in me yeah. and called it out of me. In fact, a good friendly quarter asked me three times to go on Young Life staff. Twice I said no, because I didn't think I could do it. Mm. I looked at what I had done, and my own mind kept score with some other people that right. were doing it. I didn't feel like I was lining up real well. Yeah, He saw something in me that he wouldn't let go, yeah. called it out of me. And then when I said yes, I had some other friends go, what took you so long? <laughs> and then there was another friend, Chuck Reinhold, who over and over again in my life has pushed me seen things in me but i'll say this i've probably been with chuck and this is no exaggeration three or four hundred times in my life yeah i've yet to be with him when he hasn't found something in my life at a deep level look me in the face and affirm wow. or without giving me a passage of scripture and some thought to hang on and i don't even know if he knows he's doing it right yeah mm -hmm. huh. mm -hmm. but every time i'm with him i feel like okay i wonder what it's going to feel like today uh -huh. And so, honestly, that was one of the first tastes where I felt in my soul, I want to be like that. Mm. Mm. That has touched something in me. That's I want to be that kind of gift to other people. Yeah. That's mm. awesome, Pat. Yeah. That's great. I, I'm going to give three real quick examples, mm. uh, a little different from each other. Uh, Pat, my, uh, my mom, too, was mm. one of my biggest encouragers. And my dad was, too, in a very different way. Uh, my mom was good about she constantly challenged us to find the adventure in life, whatever, wherever the adventure is. It's mm. the place that you've never been to before. Mm. Go ahead and go Beautiful. there and see what's there. Yeah. And then when we would go, you know, as many times we failed to achieve whatever that opportunity, you know, presented, uh, we would fail in that. Sometimes we would have the experience that, you know, we liked. But no matter whether we failed or we um, realized less in that experience or, or the other, she was always there to help us. To, and she would say to us, so what did you learn? Or she would say, 
I like how you did this one thing here. Now, wow. the rest of Marking it may have moments just been, for you, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's huge. It was, uh, uh, you know, the rest of the stuff I may have totally bummed on. But that one thing, she pointed that out. Yeah. Uh, so that was always, uh, I think I learned. When I was in college, I was taking a uh, Just a Psych 101 course. And um, the professor uh, was talking about operant conditioning, you know, Pablo, and, and all this kind of stuff, and positive, negative reinforcement, the power of that. And so a couple of us got together, and we decided we were going to test that out. So one of the things about this professor is he always lectured standing behind his desk, uh, separate from the room. So what we did was we decided that we would Every time he was standing behind his desk, we would be disinterested in what he was saying. And we'd yawn. We'd, yeah. And wow. our goal was we wanted to move him from behind his desk over to the sidewall where there was an old-fashioned radiator on the wall. And so when he would move even a few inches away from the back of his desk, we would perk, perk up in our interests and we would uh, really focus on, you know, wow, that's great. You know, we'd ask questions. <laughs> Within about two weeks, we had him not only away from his desk and at the side wall, we had him sitting on top of the radiator. Interesting. And so I really learned in that that positive reinforcement, no matter what that form takes, is really positive. Yeah. But it's also kind of manipulative. Mm. And it wasn't until many years later, and I was sitting in a therapy session, a group therapy session, because I had come through a lot. and. And I was pouring out my heart to uh, Frank Kamick. Uh, he was an old pastor, uh, Presbyterian pastor, uh, but he was also a therapist. And I was pouring out my heart to the group and everything like that. And I said, Frank, what do I do? And he said, Tom, it's just a process. Mm-hmm. And in those, in those two, a, a couple of words, he defined for me, and Pat, I think it's what you're talking about too. He defined for me a state in which I realized that I was focused on the events that were happening. And he encouraged me by just simply saying, reminding me that life is a process yeah. and healing and health and, you know, finding myself is a process as yeah. well to quit worrying about. And I think it's sometimes just being with somebody or saying two words. You you bet. You bet. Yeah. They were powerful for me. You know, it's it's one thing, too, that I've I've realized that I don't know that we often put this in the encouragement bucket. Mm. Because another gentleman in my life, a guy named John Hartsock, was just Mm. a guy that I love, was cared for me, hugged me. Mm -hmm. But he's also been a guy that's kicked me in the rear. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's a time where somebody (laughs) says, you're better than that. Yeah. I'm That's not going to let you settle right? and mm. calls it out for maybe a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start thinking, gosh, you must really care because you took, you risked the relationship. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. By being that honest with me. Right. Right. And so, and he was still around after it was over. I mean, today John's 80 mm. still calls me on a regular basis. Wow. And awesome. speaks into my life. Mm. And that started when I was 15. Wow. That's great. <laughs> That's amazing. I just want to brag about you two for a second. I mean, I think anybody who's been around Tom knows that one of the ways you encourage, it's so specific. Like you get to the heart, like the things that I never thought someone would notice about my effort or, or that I noticed about something that I did. And I, I just, that has been such a beautiful blessing to our community. And I, I know people would line up to say that, you know. Um, and Pat, for you specifically, there was one specific moment that probably is just what you do on a regular basis. You know, it might not have stood out to you, but I was... I was like really run down. I was my time with Young Life was coming to an end. I was I was kind of I guess the word burnout. I wasn't sure what I was doing next. And all my life I think most people had encouraged me on my giftedness. Like you're really good mm-hmm. at this. You really do this well. You really but I just I, I think I had even vocalized or at least journaled that like I just wanted someone to notice like that my heart was good in these things that I, yeah. I really mm-hmm. wanted deeply to do something, you know, and, and everybody just told me I was good at it, yes. but nobody was telling me like where, where my heart stood in. And you sat across from me after spending some substantial time over lunches with me. And you said, Ryan, I would hire you tomorrow based on your character alone. Mm. And you went on to kind of tell me about like the deep parts of me that you appreciated. And you never mentioned, you had never seen me speak. You had never seen me do any of these things that mm-hmm. I kind of got affirmed for. And like, and it, it just like, it sticks out. I can still picture where we were sitting. I mean, it sticks out in my brain and in my heart in such a powerful way that it just kind of gave me this encouragement that I'm still, yeah. I'm still, I have a role to play. Like, you know, there's still well, something that kind, I need to Ryan. do. Yeah. Well, I, I, it meant the world to me. So, I mean, these things are real. I mean, the, the impact that you have both had on so many has been profound. And, and it's cool to hear how you were impacted 
how have those moments shaped the way that you seek to encourage other people? Mm. Well, I, I do think it's learned. Mm. You know, I think as you yeah. experience, you learn it. Um, I, I don't know that you just get out of bed. and. <laughs> right. I mean, I think some people are maybe more naturally optimistic, upbeat. Right. But I, the way we're talking about encouragement mm. isn't just, hey, man, I like your outfit today. <laughs> right, it looks right. great. You look really good in blue. You know, like that's okay, too. But right. I'm like, is that... Did you see anything else? You know, yeah. I mean, this is a little more. Um, so, mm. I, I think part of it is, uh, you know, really thinking about what mark do I want my life to have? Yeah, I, I, I'm convinced of this. Mm. That most people live their lives; mm. they just don't consider the lives they're living mm. or the kind of person they are as they're living it. Yeah, and this just we just get into these patterns. And one of these men I talk about, Chuck. 40 years ago, over 40 years ago, made me sit down when I was 22 years old and actually think into the future about the kind of man I wanted to be. And some of the things that I felt from God's goodness that I wanted to have marked my life. This has been a working document. This isn't, yeah. I brought it with me today. That's awesome. And one of those is I wanted to be an encourager. Wow. So I thought about, well, mm -hmm. what does that mean? <laughs> and so... It's intentional. Mm. And so, like, you know, Tom was saying, even with his professor, they, they did something every day over a period of time. It was yeah. a little move every day. Right. Well, it adds up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the same thing here. You know, you get better at stuff. You notice more. Your life is impacted. You say, gosh, that impacted me. Would that do something for somebody else? Maybe it would. That's good. Like, that felt good when somebody did that. Well, man, I could do that. Why don't I do that? Mm -hmm. I could do that more. Why do I hold that back from people? <laughs> right. So this is what I'm saying. You know, if you really want to treat others the way you want to be treated, this isn't rocket science kind of stuff. You know, it's just, but it's, it's bigger than people think. Yeah. I, years ago, many years ago, I watched a uh, was on a VHS tape on coaching, and the model really stuck with me around encouragement, which was when you see it, say it right then in the moment. You right. were talking about that a little earlier. And then the second thing was be specific about what it is that you saw. And then the third thing is tell the person how that impacted you or the environment or others wow. remind them of the impact beautiful and for i and pat i did exactly that i had to for a long time i just practiced that art i would find the most arcane things to say just to to practice that and eventually it began to really take a hold um but what i've learned i think since then though the model still works and i still try to do it the model works because it's actually the third piece of that model, which is tell them how it impacted. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately people want to do good. I think yeah. most people want to, yes. to do yeah. good. Most people want to have love and they want to feel connection. Yeah. And if they can see how their life is connecting with others, it's the first step. Uh, in uh, my corporate office is in uh, Worcester. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how they say that the way they do uh, Massachusetts. And um, our office is right on the town square. And um, uh, though there's a lot of new life in the square and stuff, it's kind of a smaller town. There's a lot of heroin addicts mm. that stay in that square. And I've learned that though many of them are just high as a kite, that what they need more than anything else is just to be brought back into life. Mm. And I can do that just by what they want is money. But, but what I try to do instead of that is to make eye contact with them. And uh, uh, this week... Um, I stopped with a young man who was hunched over and he was clearly in the middle and I just got him to look at me in the eye and I said, wow. I see you. Yeah. I see you. People want to find their place yeah. and their way in life. Yeah. And I think encouragement, Pat, is just Huge. one of those ways that says, I see you. Yeah. And Absolutely. who you are Huge. has an impact. That is so great. Huge. How much of this comes, so you guys started to talk about this already, but I'd love for you to dive a little bit more. How much of this comes naturally to you now, and how much of this is through intentional effort when you go out of your way to encourage? Now it's natural now for me. Now it's become like, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, yeah. I, I find myself just being impacted by the lives around me, and uh. I just see things that I just, I think when I was younger, I just, I was so into my thing. And yeah. today, I just walk around with my eyes open and go, golly. What would life look like if I was in that person's shoes? Well, 
you know? Yeah. So I think today in uh, kind of the taking encouragement, whether it's verbal or just being with people in, in whatever way, I, I think it's a little more natural today than it used to be when I was young. And it started with that practice of those three yeah. things, and now yeah, you just kind sure. of inherently do that. That's cool. For sure. Yeah, I, you know, it's interesting. At this stage of my life, I there are a lot fewer hills that I'm dying on. <laughs> but there are some that I really want to die on. Right, right. Mm. And the mark I want to make, mm. seeing human beings, calling the best out of people, yeah. is one of those things that really matters oh, deeply to yeah. me. Right on. And so... I don't, I don't have any, you know, at this point, I, I've lived in, you know, I've gone to enough funerals. I don't mean that in a morbid way, but like, mm-hmm. um, it isn't the titles as much anymore, the accolades. Like, listen, most of us don't even know who the 18th president of the United States right. was. Right. If you just ask, yeah. who was the fastest person in the 1980 Olympics? I, I don't know. Like, fastest person in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't remember these things. They're not, like, yeah. insignificant, but, like, right. really? <laughs> yeah. So... When I think about things that could relationally get passed on, and it's really interesting, when I work hard at seeing, as Tom has so beautifully shared, yeah. it's funny. It, it bounces back. I feel better, too. Yeah. yeah. Hey. yeah. Right. I mean, I don't do it for that reason, but right. something about me, I feel, is part of what it means to be a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think when we when there's meanness and there's... Uh, hurt and negativity there's just a sense that this isn't right this isn't the way it ought to be i don't think people look at the political scene today or a lot of things you go like you know we need more of that like that's what we need yeah but there's this intuitiveness i think when you touch something from the imageness of god and human beings Mm. that when you touch it and you give it affirm it see it it's something that does the same thing back to you as well Mm. So this isn't just a give out thing. It's yeah. a it's very reciprocal. Mm, that's huge. Mm. That's well said, guys. That's really really great. So what does it mean for you to be intentional about encouraging people? You know, and I kind of threw out some some different thoughts of questions, but you can take this any way you want. Like, you know, are there certain thoughts that enter your mind like as you're doing that? Like, well, you know, how do you make sure to act on it? You know, do you try to look for very specific things to encourage someone? And you guys have touched on some of these things already, but what would you add to? What does it mean for you to be intentional about encouraging people? Hmm. Well, I, for me, um, I don't, there are some, I know this, but I think most people walk around with a certain measure of insecurity or wondering about, do I belong or Mm -hmm. like, and even sometimes our confidence could be a false sign of insecurity, you know, a way to cover up. But I know for me, I really had to decide what kind of person I wanted to be. Hmm. So I made that decision early on that I want to be an encourager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to be a person who values the imageness in other human beings. So once, you know, it's kind of like I've run marathons. I had to decide I wanted to do it before I actually did it. <laughs> right. Like at some point you've got to make, okay, do I really want to do this? Like, okay, this is going to mean training. This is going to mm-hmm. mean rain. This is going to mean snow. This is going to mean I still got to go out and do this. There's going right. to be days I don't want to do this. So... <laughs> So once I made a decision, then I could say, okay, how do I set in motion some things mm. that could help me? So then I had, once I said, I want to be that kind of person, then I had to decide what does that look like then? Right. Yeah. So I literally wrote it down on paper. Huh. And then I said, okay, I, I'm convinced about the power of little steps. You know, if you're faithful in little, you're yeah. faithful in much. Faithful little child, you know, the kingdom Absolutely. of God. Yeah. You know, a little leaven, leaven's a whole lump. <laughs> so... It wasn't like I'm going to go out and t- encourage 15 people today. It's like, man, if I could just practice like one little thing yeah. over time, like Tom said, now it's natural. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think it was always natural. No. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, it it's it's a buildup to a place that then does become something. Mm-hmm. But it starts with that decision. You know, this is a character quality I want to have in my life. Mm-hmm. I think Jesus did this. Yeah. I think he saw in people and called out of them what they never knew. Yeah. No matter who it was. Right. They were more fully alive as they ran into him. That's really beautiful, Pat. Mm. And I and I really really resonate to what you just said about Jesus. I uh, I spent years uh, just studying the Gospel of John mm. and uh, uh, had nearly the entire book memorized wow. because I and I really wanted to know through the Gospels 
Who was this person, Jesus? Mm -hmm. yeah. What was he like? Not just the divine aspect, but the human being. Yeah. And that was one of the things I came to the conclusion was, was that he was an encourager. And a lot of his encouragement was simply by being with people in their space, going to where they were, yeah. whether that was location-wise or whether that was just in the emotional state or the spiritual state. They were going and being with them in that moment. And I don't know. <laughs> you just totally racked my brain there. That's great. No, no. What you said, though, just the, how many times has somebody just said, hey, you're just being here mm. has been such an encouragement. Yeah. You didn't That's say right. anything. Right. Yeah. You were here, meaning you were entering into the mess. You, you were willing to get messy. Yeah. You entered the messy. You didn't try to come to fix. Right. Just your presence affirms value. Mm. See, the truth is, is that everybody is actually trying to achieve something yeah. in their life. Yeah. Many people don't know what it is and why they're doing what they're doing, but there is purpose behind their life. And I think encouragement in the way that we're talking right now, especially in just being with them in that moment of life. And then when we can call forth yeah. that thing that resonates with what deep down they're attempting to do in life, mm. it gives them hope. I'm yes. reminded of Romans that says Beautiful. that everything that has been written was done so for the purpose so that in endurance, while you are enduring life with the encouragement mm -hmm. of Scripture, You'll find hope. Yeah. And and I think that's just awesome yeah. that we are enduring a lot in this life. Everybody is. Mm -hmm. But with the encouragement scripture and with our encouragement, because we're called to that as you were talking earlier, that's what gives people hope. Mm -hmm. That what they're doing has a purpose, that it has meaning, it has an impact. They are moving in life. Mm -hmm. And and to be a part of that, Pat, wouldn't you say, isn't that the greatest thing that uh, we say? I mean yeah, at this state, particularly, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you think That's about awesome. this, like, the, you know, one of the great statements, you know, in Romans, Paul talks about if God is for you. That's a pretty big thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. God is for you. Like, who can be against you? <laughs> well, I know a ton of things that are against me. Right. Yeah. The question is, but what's for me? So yeah. I, I think we're all looking for somebody that says, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm for you. Like, wow. So, Ryan, wow. I, I vaguely remember back to our conversation that day that yeah. you referred to a while back. And I, if I remember correctly, I just felt like you had a massive deficit of fourness right mm. then. Like, who was, yeah, like, absolutely. hey, Rye, like, it's all right. Like, right. this isn't the summation of who you are, right. man. Yeah. But I only learned that because somebody mm. saw that in me. Right. I was giving, yeah. I wish I was so noble as I was, <laughs> saw it, but, you know, I was literally giving away to you what mm. somebody gave to me. Right. But, which I ha think I had practiced mm -hmm. to some degree. Yeah that then gave me a little more eyes to see. I would also say, I don't always, I'm not always the encourager I want to be right, still. Yeah. I still miss opportunities, I think. Yeah. And I, I so now I'm, I'm not beating myself up over it, but right. I'm more aware mm. that I missed one there. Mm. And I can go back, yeah. mm -hmm. but it yeah. also challenges me to be more attentive. Mm. Um, and so, you know, this little definition I wrote, one of the things I put was I want to look for sincere ways to build the character of others, not mm. simply affirming their abilities. Mm. Abilities aren't bad, right. but sometimes we screw up in the ability and somebody can feel like what's left. Right. Yeah. I, I said, I just want to concentrate on what I can affirm rather than criticize and create a vision for people regarding who they are and huh. what they can become as well as what they can do. That's so awesome. Right? That's so powerful. So, again... That's only here because somebody encouraged me yeah. Yeah. to think about my life. Yeah. Anybody yeah. can do this. Right, right. We just don't. <laughs> well, I, I want to say a time that you did, Ryan. And um, we'd come to Horizon, Pat, uh, I, I don't know, we'd been there maybe six months, a year. And our youngest daughter, who was having a lot of problems, she was a minor, and she was having a lot of problems, had gone missing. And um, she'd been missing for weeks. Mm. And... We didn't know a lot. We knew very little. Police, FBI, everybody was looking for her. And one Sunday morning, um, I couldn't handle it any longer. And Ryan was preaching. And at the close of the service, I realized that we were about to get up and leave. And I just needed people to know that we were desperate. Mm. And so I stood up and I said, Ryan, I, we need prayer. Our daughter's gone missing. And Ryan came. He stops the service, 
and he gathers everybody around, and Ryan prays for Rhonda and I as we're looking for, you know, our daughter. And uh, and I saw in your face as you walked off the stage that morning, Ryan, that you loved us and you cared for us. And in that moment, you got in our space and felt everything we were feeling. And when you brought everybody around us and you prayed over us, I, I had a hope when I walked out of there that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. I, was, I had flyers that I was getting ready to go that afternoon and put up on telephone poles. Wow. Wow. And um, <clears throat> so you were, you were sharing what Pat did for you that time. I just need to know you have done that for so many of us so many times and what changed a, my life. What a beautiful description, though, Ryan, of how that was in you. Yeah. And how it allowed you to go off script. Yeah. Like we plan a service right, right. and then we really have church. And there is a difference. <laughs> Sometimes we plan yeah. a service and yeah. it doesn't allow us to do the church. Yeah. Like, mm. you know, like pain a lot came forth, but you were able to. And I would say, if you look at certain things in your own life, probably if you like, why were you willing to do that? Why were you willing to go off script? Right. Why were you willing to say we're not going to miss this one? Right. Mm -hmm. Why didn't you let everybody go and pray for him afterwards? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's that's powerful stuff. Yeah. You know, like it sees beyond to the person. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. Yeah. Really powerful. Oh, thanks. To, I mean, I knew I wouldn't get out of this without being encouraged profoundly with you two. But <laughs> thank you. It's very kind. And that was it's more powerful because it had such a, a, a good ending um, that your daughter was found. Good ending. That, thank that you. There's somebody from the church who connected to that. Yeah. And actually figure it helped you figure. i mean it was it was a beautiful story in the church coming around but thank you yeah that was a, it was an honor to be a part of it but i mean i remember the audible gasp in the room like everybody was in that place with you in that moment you know there was like it was it was just a one of those moments that kind of like shifts everything in everybody's mind but yeah oh you guys this is awesome um what kind of things so here's one thing that i kind of wrestle with like, and so I wanted to get your take on this. A lot of times people come with something that they're really excited about. Mm -hmm. And I want to just drop what I'm doing and help them do it. But I can't do that for 20 people in a week. So, you know, I, I, so I wanted to get your take on this. What kind of things make someone feel supported when they're excited about something that they're working on? Like, how do you be an encouragement without, like, stopping your life to do it with them? Does that make sense? You want to go first? Yeah, well, <laughs> I, you know, one, I, I, I've learned... I've learned in the past to just try to say, okay, are they asking me for something or do they want me to hear something? Right. That's good. Now, oh, if they're asking really me for something, then I have to discern. Um, mm. I, yeah, I've learned it's a lot easier uh, I, I'm, I, in my life. I, I'm, I'm quicker to, to just wait before I respond. And so part of what mm. I want to do is just show interest because right. I really do have interest. Yeah. You know, and yeah. to listen. Mm. And then to inquire, mm. you know, I want to have some inquiry about, again, what, what are you doing? Right. Where's this going? Do you need something to me? Because I want to manage expectations. Right. I don't want to yeah. be signing up for something that I'm not really able to come through on. But at the same time, even if it's in passing, I want to be able to say, if I've heard you correctly, I think you could really do this for mm. this reason. I think this yeah. is a worthy endeavor for you to engage in yeah. or it could be a relationship that they're really excited about right. you know and i say, yeah. well you know have you thought about this but it's just allowed me i think to get over creating some kind of false hype in another person to give more of an honest hope or feedback right but i've got to kind of manage the lay of the land so when you said how do i make someone feel supported when they're excited about something they're working on so i have to understand what they're working on yeah and why are they excited about it? Mm. And are you just want me to be excited with you? Right. Or do you want me to help you do something about this? <laughs> and can I? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think I think we all feel a pressure, which sometimes I know I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I feel a pressure, like what what am I okay, how, like it, it, I almost remove myself from the situation to try to get enough distance that I'm not encouraging enough to empower them. So it's a, I think it's a beautiful thing to be in it with them enough to empower them, but at the same time, know yourself well enough to say, this is what I can do That's and this right. is what I can't do. And, and sometimes it's to say, look, I see this in you. This yeah. is worthy, but yeah. I'm not your guy. Right, mm -hmm. right. Like, here's the guy right. or the gal that Make I think can help you. Yeah, Correct. that's huge. I, I think I found, and this is probably you know past life being a psychotherapist, uh, and in that role, I learned that 
it really doesn't matter what I think about the person as much as it matters what they think about themselves. And that, you know, giving them my take on their life really isn't helpful. I mean, only if they're in a position that they can integrate that. So when, and oftentimes uh, I have young men that sometimes come to me and say, you know, of course mm-hmm. I've got 40 years on them, so I've got 40 <laughs> years of business uh, success right, right. and everything. And they'll come to me and say, hey, I've got this idea. And so one of the things I, I've learned to do is just to reflect back to them, mm-hmm. first of all, what they're saying that they're excited about mm-hmm. and what they're thinking about yeah. and try to give them that back to them and say, is that what you're trying to do? Is that yeah. your goal? Correct. And then if they say, yeah, that's my goal. And through that, Pat, I do the same thing. Try to ascertain, are they, do they just need me to hear and to, you know, or are they actually looking for something? If I think they may be looking for something from me, I'll then say, how can I best encourage you uh, through this? That's great. And just ask them. And uh, uh, sometimes that comes back in the form of, you know, could you give me a hundred dollars, you know, for this? (laughs) You know, could you, (laughs) could you give me the next three weeks of your life? You know, sometimes, (laughs) occasionally it's that. But, you know, I find most of the time people say, you know, once they get better clarification because I reflected back to them what they're saying, they're happy at that point just to say, you heard me, you saw me, yeah. you, you see what I'm trying to do. And they'll go, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But maybe just encourage me. Maybe I'll, yeah. I ask you a question from time to time. Because my nature is to jump in and say, hey, I, you know, yeah, you want me yeah. to help with this? You know? <laughs> right. And then I get overloaded right. with yeah. that. Right. So, yeah. That's so well said. That's great, guys. Um, so I know you don't want to brag, but how have you seen the fruit of encouragement bear out in the lives of others around you? Hmm. Go ahead, Tom. Come on. <laughs> I just, I think it's, uh, I, I really pondered over this question uh, uh, when you kind of suggested this earlier. I don't know that I see it. Sometimes I think I can see changes in behavior or changes in their presentation that I think may go back to encouragement that I gave them sometimes, occasionally, but I never really know for sure, Ryan. Um, I do feel this is that if I continue just to try to be with them in their space, I find myself having more joy in just their life changing and is that because I was I played a role? Maybe, but you know, it's like saying, you know, did the butterfly wings in this country actually start the hurricane right, across right. the globe? You know, right. I don't know. There's so many variables, yeah. but I know that I feel good when I can encourage a person and they receive that, and when they encourage me, mm. and somehow or another, life just seems to get better. Right, it's tapping into like what you were meant for, and that's yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yes, I, I agree with. Tom, I mean, I could probably throw out a few names here and there, but I would say it a bigger thing where I've seen some fruit with people is when some of the people that are in, you know, Stephen Covey talks about your sphere of concern, your mm-hmm. sphere of influence and some of those kinds of things. And But when I start seeing some of the people I'm with begin to be more proactive than reactive in mm-hmm. their life, I mean, yeah. we're all reacting to things. Yeah. But I, one of the things I've, I've seen and even with men down at the Helping Up Mission who have fallen in love with some of these guys, yeah. these guys are yeah. really courageous, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, they're, 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 they've been through some stuff, you yeah. know. At the same time, uh, reactive people tend to let their feelings, it's been stated, be their weather internally mm-hmm. and determine mm-hmm. their reality. Yeah. And again, feelings aren't bad. Dallas Willard once said, feelings are great friends, but terrible masters. Like they're We're saying something that to you. in our sermon series. Yeah, right? Right? yeah, yeah right. <laughs> it's good, but, yeah. you know, if you can relate a feeling to a thought, uh-huh. but... When I begin to see people be a little more driven by what they value, Mm -hmm. that just shows they've done a little more work and that my encouragement has gone to a deeper level that they're, that they are thinking about their lives differently Mm. and learning to self-lead and have some more self-leadership about Mm. things. And I think that that's important. And I've I've certainly, I have seen that in people and then that manifests itself in their life. They've done the work internally. You know, my old illustration is the iceberg. They've done enough underneath the waterline to where now there's a manifestation mm-hmm. above the waterline. Yeah. That's wild. So. That's great. One last question for you guys. If anyone listening to this wants to become a more encouraging person, and I think we should all aspire to this, what steps can someone take to work on becoming an encourager in life? 
Well, I'd probably give my little three-step model that yeah, I learned from the VHS tape. I think know? it's worth saying. Say it when again. you see it, say it. You know, be specific about what it was that uh, you saw because people most of the time don't know for sure what they did. And uh, but then be sure and tell them how that impacted you or you know the job or you know uh, the people around. I, I went up to a, a woman and I, I try to do this all the time. When I see mothers struggling with small children at Target or yeah. at the mall and they're doing everything they can Good to get thing. that child yeah. you know, or on the plane especially you know yeah. and just going up to them and saying you know i see you i saw you do this and that seems to really work i'm going to take that back because i'm surrounded by kids all the time mothers suddenly feel like okay yeah. i'm not the worst mother in the world right. because this yeah. child is out of control so you know really and uh, so yeah the, i would encourage just to practice that say those kinds of things and uh, for me it became second nature yeah that's huge now, i don't have a ton to add to that i have one funny little illustration well, it's not funny but i think it's significant but i would just affirm this you know uh, Tom said takes practice, mm -hmm. but you're, you're taking practice about something you still want to do. Yeah. I, mm, you know, I, yeah. I still love in John one, yeah. Jesus looked at John's disciples when mm. they came to follow him and turned around and says, what do you want? Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to become something you don't want. Mm. You awfully, you tend to become something you don't think about right. much. Right. Like you, you are practicing certain things, whether you know it or not. Mm -hmm. It's like when people say, well, I don't have a schedule. It's like, of course you have a schedule. Yeah. We just write down what you did. There's your schedule. I don't have a budget. Of course you have a budget. We just yeah. write down how you spent your money. Uh -huh. There's your budget. Yeah. You haven't had a, maybe a, a, an intentional budget or one you thought about, but you've got one, right. you know. So I just think this is useful, mm -hmm. and I do think it's practice. Yeah. So the practice, the steps that Tom just shared are vital. Mm. I think it's beautiful. I think give yourself the privilege of little over a long time. Yeah. So we were with a group of men last spring and we were doing this thing about just the power of little. Yeah. And at the end of the morning, we were talking about relationships and I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're just going to take five minutes, just five minutes at the end of each week. Cause if you don't practice it, it doesn't matter. We right. all go to great studies. You go, man, that was a great study. <laughs> Two weeks later, what happened? Nothing. <laughs> I didn't think about it. And I didn't take the time. So right. I only said it from experience. Yeah. Right. So I said, look, take five minutes, pick any relationship you want. Just, Pick one thing this week, one thing, yeah. little thing you could do over the next week that would protect, mm. encourage, tend, nurture this relationship, mm. anyone you want. So men did that, came back next week. I said, hey, does anybody have the guts or want to share what you did? Yeah. And this one guy raises his hand. He's been married a while. He yeah. raises his hand. I go, hey, what did you do? He goes, I wrote a note. I go, you wrote a note? I go, who'd you write a note to? He goes, my wife. I go, you wrote a note to your wife. I go, do you mind me asking what you wrote? And he goes, well, I just wrote a note and told her how much she meant to me and how much I appreciate what she does. And kind of what Tom's saying, the noticing, the seeing, below the water surface, you know, kind of thing. And I said, uh, do you think what meant the most to her that you wrote the note or what you said in the note? He goes, probably the fact that I took the time to write it yeah. 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 said that I'm thinking of her and it mattered. But yeah. the other words meant a lot too. And again, this is a room full of guys. Yeah, this. right, right. And I go, um, have you ever written a note before? <laughs> he goes, no, I don't, I don't do that much. I go, and, but it meant a lot to her, right? He goes, oh, yes. <laughs> I go, why, why haven't you written a note before? He, and this was, this was like crazy. He goes, uh, I never took the time to think about it. Mm. So in five minutes, yeah. he thought of one thing that he could do. I said, did it help your marriage? He goes, oh, yeah. I go, you're going to write any more notes? <laughs> I bet. <laughs> My point simply yeah. is yeah. we can do this more and more. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think part of it is is getting in the game. Yeah. It's funny. I took Dale Carnegie years ago. This I'm really playing all my cards now, right? <laughs> it's really funny. I, I think the guy read the scriptures. But one of the principles of Carnegie was this. Don't criticize, mm -hmm. don't condemn, and don't complain. Now, if you just try that in the course of a day, it doesn't mean you're not honest about things, right. but you're not running around with a critical spirit, you're not condemning people, mm -hmm. and you're not complaining. Yeah. Yeah. That If you just weren't that way in relationships, it would encourage people. Right. Right? You bring a different temperature to the room. Mm -hmm. But these are things that don't happen just because you read it or just because you um, aspire to it necessarily, but you have yeah. to start there 
And then I think you actually have to take some concrete little steps mm. and practice this stuff yeah. till it gets into your soul. I'm just, I'm Pat. That's just beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> I'm, and it made me think just now of, of the twelve disciples that Jesus called. Uh, Barnabas is one of those in which we really don't see anything. I mean, from for all practical purposes, Barnas, Barnabas was a nothing uh -huh. in that. You know, he didn't he didn't do any big. He didn't say any great thing. He didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and, correct. Yeah. Yet the name Barnabas I found means encouragement, uh -huh. encourager. Yeah. And what if Jesus? Because I often wondered, why did Jesus pick a few of these guys? I mean, Peter, I get it. John, <laughs> right. James. Okay, I get right. those guys. But so why Barnabas? True. And maybe it's because Jesus knew that the group of them needed somebody just to encourage them. Hmm. And, what, and, and no wonder Paul comes back and says, encouragement is one of the gifts of the Spirit. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Good stuff. So beautiful. And if that's all we did in life was just behind the scenes, just encouraged others, yeah. what a great thing that would be. I was hoping to look it up Amen. at the time that you were talking about. What is it? In, it basically, I'm gonna my version of the scripture. I think it's like Acts 12 or Acts 11, where it says Barnabas shows up at Antioch and like basically just acknowledges the good that's going yeah. on. And like yeah. it says, he does. And the church blows up and grows. It's like you know, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, like what... it's like yeah. He just does the most simple thing, yeah. seemingly, but yeah. it's profound in, in its impact. Yeah. You know, I've often thought of this that a great compliment would be if people didn't say it, but if they felt it, hmm. that when we walked in the room. Yeah. Or someone walked in a room. I walked in the room. Tom walked in the room. That somebody felt like, here comes good news. Mm. Mm. That's so beautiful. Yeah, that's good. There, there's something about this encounter. Yeah. I always felt that even about young people years ago, that even if they eventually, I don't know about that guy, but here's what I know. Yeah. Whenever I'm around that guy, yeah. life is just better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's different. Yeah. It's more hopeful. It's richer. Yeah. He sees something in me. Mm. He encourages it. And it's yeah. sincere. It's not false hype. Like people know when you're blowing smoke, right, you know? right. Um, you call the best out of them. You challenge them. You mm -hmm. you believe in them by your offer. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just feel like these are things that are so deep. And I think Jesus did that with people. Yeah. Constantly calling that out of them. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Pat, tell us how guys can join Ironman if they're interested. Well, if you're interested, you don't really even, you just kind of show up. Uh, we have Monday evenings awesome. um, from 7 to 8.30 and then Thursday mornings early, 6.15 to 7.45 over at Grace Fellowship Church. If you want to find out more, we're, in fact, we're just starting next week, September 16th and 19th. But probably the session's already in, but you can always go online at gracefellowship.org slash men. And just, you can find out what's coming, dates, what we're doing and all that. Love to have you. Just show up. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you both for joining us. You guys Wonderful. have been such an encouragement to me in my life. And again, grateful for again you, this Ryan. morning. Yeah. So thanks for joining us today. If you'd like more information about Horizon Church, you can check out our website at horizontowson.com. We are a community where you will be loved and have an opportunity to be loved. Thanks for joining us on the horizon.